What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. commercials you're listening to love life and all things weird on inspired choices network woohoo and i am your host suzanne and i have our other lovely host megan as well and are you going to say hello megan hello (laughs) so and i'm so excited about this topic today all month long in january we're talking about Um, adventurous living, you know, like how do you actually create life as the adventure? Um, So many of us go try to like go on vacation to have a little adventure to kind of escape the boringness of our life. And what Megan and I are really talking about and inspiring you around is how do you create um, a life that's adventurous every day? And so today, Our topic is Everyday Adventure Hacks, because if you know Megan at all, um, you know that Megan has has such a playful, fun nature, and she has a way of just creating adventure wherever she goes, and it's just who she is. Um, And so in being with her, I've had to really, I've had the opportunity to cultivate inside that inside me, because I've kind of came into the world and be, and was in an environment that was very serious. And so I grew up to be very serious. And um, so I didn't really have, a, a, have a, um, a connection to my own play, to my own adventure um, that's a part, I believe, of everybody's essence. There's a lightheartedness um, and a lightness about everybody's essence that you can tune into um, to create um, everyday adventure. And so I'm really excited about our topic today, because we are going to give you five surefire ways to juice your everyday life. So, and we might even throw in a couple extras, right, babe? Because <laughs> I can't stop talking about adventure. <laughs> so, you know what's really interesting to me is how many people don't like adventure. Like you say the word and this is sort of this terror comes up on their face. Now, some people like, oh, yeah, great, an adventure, but they don't know how to get there, right? There's this sort of this sort of, um, it's almost like this locked in routine. We kind of get locked in routine and then we lose our aliveness. You know, we lose our creativity. Um, And so I think it's super important because so many people, like you said, hon, it's like, they go on that two-week vacation every year, and that's their only time to have fun. It's their only time mm-hmm. to have an adventure. Like, I know so many people. I have to say, like, I I love experiencing all things. And um, 
I've been to Burning Man a couple of years, right? And it's um, like, talk about adventure. Holy crap. You don't even have to work. Like, all you have to do is come out of your tent or your cabin or wherever you're at. And like, there's an adventure like assaulting you. And, you know, but it's interesting to me how so many people, they believe that's the only week a year that they can have adventure. And then they wonder why I'm not coming every single week or every single year. And it's because cause I want to have other adventures. Like, that was an awesome adventure, you know. <laughs> but it's because it's that their only adventure, right? And how, mm-hmm. you know, what have you decided your li- where have you decided your life could be an adventure? And where have you decided it has to be boring? Mm-hmm. Hello. And everything <laughs> that is, types of Godzilla, can we create destroy that, please? <laughs> yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, boy, shorts, bad. So do you know where this goes back to, hun? What? I have I I have some science for everybody. And how Woo-hoo! adventurous is that? Uh-huh. <laughs> so so I might fun. actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so um when there's a developmental phase and it's anywhere between like six months and eighteen months old, where we're learning how to walk and we're distinguishing between us and them. And we're also, uh, the two impulses that we are born with, we're not, human beings are born with very many instincts, right? Um, fear of falling is one, I think, um, the instinct to connect and the instinct to individuate are two instincts we are born with. And so, like, when little babies play peekaboo and stuff, they're expressing that experience of, I want to know who I am without you, right? And that's where they first start what we call the, it's called the exploration stage, And if during that phase um, they either have a hovering parent, they learn to not trust adventure, they learn to not trust exploring, or if there's no parent, if there's nobody around, if there's no witness, like I remember a very intensive process that you happened to be there for, honey, where I realized there was so much um, trauma happening in my family around the time I was learning to walk that I actually learned to walk with nobody around. So I didn't know, like, if I did it, if it worked, you know what I mean? And it's like, that was a real missing experience for me. And so when those kinds of things, those kinds of experiences tend to flavor how we look at exploring and if we feel safe to explore. But the truth of the matter is, is that every, like, life is an entire improv. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen in 10 seconds. Like, Mr. Mojo just joined the chat room, and I've never seen Mojo in the chat room before. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> Which I love it. I love it. His name's Joe, and he's calling himself Mojo. <laughs> I love it. Feeling yeah. a little bit of mojo today, which I love. And if you want to come in the chat room, you can. You just go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, and there is a blue chat room button. You can click on it. And um, come into the the back end, which is super super fun. Come into the back end. <laughs> come in the come in the back door. <laughs> it's such a love life and all things weird. <laughs> yes, Megan. Yes, Megan. Um, yeah. So okay, and we have a whole other conversation going on back here. <laughs> <laughs> so fun yes so yeah so like there's a lot of reasons why why we tend to go through the motions in life 
and get out of that flow of like being on the edge and living and what's going to happen now and and like don't wait for the vacation don't wait for burning man don't wait like you could have an adventure right here right now you just get to choose it but we're going to talk a little bit I love you too, Mojo. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about how we can begin to open that space so that, you know, like any part of your life that you would like to have an adventure in, that you could have an adventure in, right? And it's like, um, you know, something that uh, a coach that I follow said one time, he said, you know, a life, um, uh, a life with no punishment uh, needs no rewards, and I thought that was really interesting because so many people and, and like coaches, you know, they have this their their whole thing with their their students is like um, sort of uh, what do you call it reward versus um, consequences, right? It's like okay, you didn't do that thing, so here's your consequence. And I thought, and I and it just I always hated that, and I didn't know why. <laughs> and now I know why, you know, because it's like if you're if your life is inspiring to you, if you're having fun, if you're creating an adventure, then you know what? Like there's not going to be any difference between your life and your vacation. I have a t-shirt that says my life is better than your vacation. And I love that t-shirt. Because <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you also noticed how like bored people are on vacation a lot? Like, it's yeah. like, dude, you're on vacation. You're in Hawaii and you're sitting there with a frumpy look with a paper not talking to each other. What the F? Mhm. Yeah. It is true though. I mean, that t-shirt is true. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I want to give the listeners some of the um some of your secrets because I think it's just so about who you are that you don't even realize it. Um and so when we were like figuring out this show and talking about this show, I I started asking Megan a lot of questions like you know, what are those things that you do every day that automatically almost instantly infuses adventure into your life? And partly it was a conversation and questions for her, but it was also what I had witnessed um, as well. And I think one of them is that um, Megan conducts experiments, like almost on the daily and it's 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 something that I've really adopted in in probably like in the last three or four years conducting experiments. Um, and so maybe Megan, you can share with the people what we mean by conducting experiments. Mm. Um, well, what I do is I will like okay, like I will create like. Okay, like before I go into a grocery store, right, I'll be like, okay, like I'll turn on my energy in a particular way and I'll like, okay, who can I get to engage with me, right? Who can I get to laugh with me? And I just totally, and then I just let it go, right? And then like whatever happens, happens. And I see who can I get to engage with me. Um, I I conduct experiments as experiments with my capacities too it's like before I'll teach or before I'll coach I'll be like okay what capacity wants to come out today and I'll see if I can I'll play uh like this game with myself to see if I can kind of name the capacity that came forward that I didn't know before right and then um oh gosh another example would be like I remember like when I was trying to, somebody told me I was really inspirational. I'm like, well, what is inspiration? So I would say to the universe, 
show me my inspiration. And then I would have these experiences and all the different ways that my inspiration would look and would show up and it would be so surprising. It was so fun. Um, so those are some examples. Sometimes one of the one of the favorite experiments that I do is I'll pick a word of the day and I'll see how many places I can experience that word like beauty or creativity or whatever. And it's just a little bit like, you know, we talked about the word of the year. This is a little bit different. It's more just about going, okay, what well, can I learn about this energy in my world and in my life? What does it have to teach me? And it's almost like I'm calling forward that word, the energy of that word as my teacher that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling, I was sharing with Megan about an experiment that I conduct a lot when I'm like outside, either you know just walking or whatever, and um, and because there was this moment where I was like, wow, people are not very friendly. You know, they don't really like smile, they don't look up, um, and it was kind of bumming me out when I'd be outside, like just walking around or whatever. And then I was like, why am I just, why am I being all at the effect of this? Like, what could I do to actually change this? And so I started actually like seeing, conducting an experiment of could I get people to look up and smile at me. So it was a combination of me like almost like energetically connecting to them and then also like, um, you know, me being the energy of openness and um, and welcome. And then I would count, you know, like I got, oh, wow, cool. Eight out of ten today said hello or smiled or looked up or made eye contact. And it was such a fun experiment in me being the energy of what I wanted, you know, what I really desired, and also, um, you know, bringing bringing me to the world in just such a small way. It was really, really fun, and it helped me get out of kind of the victim story of, like, people are so um, unhappy or people are so unfriendly to where I really realized, wow, I can, I can choose that. I can create that. So um, that was an that's an experiment that I do uh, do still sometimes, and it's really really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that there's a there's what I notice for myself is if I'm willing to have an adventure with whatever project that I'm working on, that it creates a space for the magic to come in. It creates a space for the universe to play with us because when you got you guys when we're in routine. When we're in like that um, automation, automated place, right, what happens is is that we literally are shut off from the universe. We're really in like an algorithm. It's like we're in a computer system. You know, it's kind of like that, that movie with Jim Carrey that I can never remember the name of where he finds himself like kind of as the experiment, right, in, in this whole world that was totally fabricated and constructed. And so, like, anytime you're in a routine, you are in that space of that sort of algorithm and um, sameness, and it really tends to, over time, um, create kind of a numbing effect where it's like you start feeling separate and you start feeling alone. The Truman Show! Yes, Mojo! Woohoo for the win! We should have... <laughs> I should have prizes for all the people that remember things that I can never remember. <laughs> There's another game. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so another what, thing. Go ahead. 
I was just going to ask the people, like, what in their life could they, what kind of experiment could they conduct? So Lori shares in the chat room that she plays the game of how many people can she attract to a place. Like, that, you know, when they go there, the ice cream shop fills up right afterwards, right? Like, so a, a, a fun experiment. It's also kind of, you know, tuning into your energetic powers <laughs> in a way of, like, pulling people, you know, into a place. Like, it's, it's a really fun experiment. I feel like, Megan, we do this all the time where it's like we'll show up and then two, five minutes later there will be a huge line behind us. And it's so fun because we're like, oh, we're front – we're first in line, and now we have a party of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I want to say to Lori, because that's actually a gift. Um, mm -hmm. Some of us have a capacity for generating business and for ourselves and other people. And so for me, like, that has that's always happened. Like, I walk into something, a little store where nobody's at, and then all of a sudden there's like 20 people in there. Or on the other side of it, I'll, I'll experience something that's so fun and I have to tell everybody about it. And so a lot of times those places of spontaneity and those places of game and are places actually where we have capacities that the game or the experiment is showing us and turning it on. And that's partly why it's so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool. So do you want to um, share a second um, way to do your day? Well, you know, I um, yes, and there's a question in the chat room that I think is kind of interesting before we do that. Um, it's, she says, oh, I'm not sure on spontaneity. I don't know why I'm calling her her. No day is the same. I wish certain parts of my day would be the same so I can get more stuff done. And what I would say to, to Cup of Kisses, is the name, is that um, I would start asking some questions on how can you use your spontaneity to your advantage? How can you use spontaneity to actually get more done than anybody else? So part of us have a story that, um, uh, and, and it can be a refined judgment, and what I mean by that is in a judgment or a story that's way a little bit below the surface of consciousness that says, um hey, like, you know what, like, you have to, if, in order to be productive, you have to be routine. You have to get, you have to do some of the same stuff. You have to have some kind of routine to be pr productive. So everywhere that you bought the lie, bought and sold the lie that you need routine to be productive, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Aha, uh -huh. right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And how can you use that to your advantage? And I'm going to just tell a really quick story. I had a story that I was never going to be good in tennis because tennis is about consistency. And I am about the most inconsistent being that has ever been on planet Earth, I'm pretty sure. And so my friend Carol Tuttle, who a lot of people listening probably know who she is. She um, does the energy profiling, dressing your truth. And she's, we play tennis together. And she goes, Megan, she says, why don't you use it to your advantage? And this wasn't even like coaching. She's just like, you know what? Everybody in tennis is trying to do patterns and they're trying to do routine. It's like, you're a wild card. They are never going to be able to figure you out. And I was like, oh, I never thought about it that way. You know, that, that, that this thing that supposedly wasn't good for tennis could actually really be good for tennis if I would just go all the way with it. And then mm -hmm. I really started having so much fun because it's true. Nobody can figure out what I'm doing on the tennis court, least of all me, for hell's sakes, because I'm just following the energy. Mm -hmm. 
Well, they're all trying to be super consistent, so they expect consistency, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So exactly. then you're the oddball. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> cool. Well, I think I think we need to go on break, darling, and then we'll come back with um, more tips around uh, everyday adventure hacks. So you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll be back in a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. Um, We are talking about adventure, everyday life hacks, and how much fun. I wanted to... um, actually speak to somebody, to Mojo in the chat room, because he said that he really likes his routines, and um, it's and it allows him to be more spontaneous in other places in his life. And yes, there are some people that actually, if they have a few routines, or what we call some organization in their world, in their life, that they are able to um, be more spontaneous and be more creative and um, to, and be able to have those moments of spontaneity with, with more ease. And so, yeah, so some people require just a little bit more organization, just a little bit more um, systems in their world in order to be able 
able to create at higher levels. And some of us actually do better with having kind of basically all of our life be random and spontaneous. Um, and you've got to figure out for yourself what that might be because as as he even spoke to, he's like sometimes he can really get go unconscious in that routine place. And so, yeah, like, and I think for those of us who live in that random chaotic space more, I think sometimes that we can um, – for me, I all speak for me, like sometimes um, it's it's important to be able to, and I don't always succeed at this, to discern between distraction and something that's actually moving creation forward because I tend to also have a shiny things. And it's like I'm <laughs> sometimes bouncing around really helps me create and sometimes bouncing around is an avoidance. So, yeah, like wherever you find yourself on the adventure spectrum, right? It's like you've got to see, is this working for me? Like if you're bored, if you're feeling unfulfilled, if you're feeling like you're not really alive, like like to start asking some questions, right? Because even sometimes if I like spin out too much and in distraction and I'm not aware that I'm actually not, not in creation, um, that I that I will tend to feel dissatisfied as well. So um, what's the most important I, thing is to it. start asking some questions. Yeah, and I want to, what I want to say is I don't want people to feel like what we're talking about, that adventure you have to be a spontaneous person necessarily. You know what I mean? Like I feel like those get connected. Like you can't actually, you know, you have to be like, spontaneous or in the moment for you to have an adventure or to be an adventurous person. And I would say that's um, really not true at all for me. You know, like I wouldn't consider, I would consider myself much more organized and much more structured in my life, but I can still have everyday adventures. You know, I can still infuse um, adventure energy into my world is kind of like what we're talking about with the daily experiments. That doesn't really have anything to do with being spontaneous or not spontaneous, in my opinion. And I used to, I guess I used to judge myself because it was like, oh, well, spontaneous gets a really good good rap in this world, right? Oh, be more spontaneous. Um, and so, like, I don't want to get that kind of confused. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally get it. So yeah, I think everybody everybody accesses adventure differently, and I think that's something to remember. It's like a lot of people have made themselves wrong because they don't play like me, and so they feel like they're not playful because they don't play like me. And like, um, yeah. <laughs> that would be really hard because only you can you can only play like you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, this is really about finding your way, finding your combination. But it's like Megan said, if, if, if you're feeling bored or if you're, even if you're feeling bored with spontaneity, I mean, like, if you're, if there's not any organization in your world, then that can also not feel good. So it, it really is about um, feeling good and changing it up, whatever your, you know, MO is, so to speak. So, but I think we I think we've got a caller on the line. Did you know that, darling? Megan, um, I did not. Um, we should we should bring them in. <laughs> I'm I I was actually just gonna call into the show, and so I'm waiting for a break. And I thought you knew it, so <laughs> so let's go ahead and bring the caller on. Yes, cup of kisses is on the line. Oh, oh hello. 
And that, like, when you were jumping up and down when you saw the the name, even when you came into the chat room today, there just the yes. energy of of you was apparent, right, in your name, but also in who you are. So mm-hmm. to me, there's there's so much more about the energy of that rather than the specific details about that. And how could you generate and create? Um, that energy that you felt in the dream on a day-to-day basis. So that might be a question that you ask yourself. Like, how do I, uh, how do I embody or be the energy of, of, um, have a visit, right, today and see what the universe presents to you? How do I be the energy of? I'm, I'm taking notes yeah. here. <laughs> Access talks about with regards to significance. So mm-hmm. it's not about finding the meaning of the dream. It's about allowing the energy and the message of the dream to open something up in you and to be curious about that. So what Suzanne's inviting you to do is just say, okay, cool. How does Cupcake, <laughs> Cupcake Kisses want to play t- with me today? How does that energy want to create through me today? And really have an adventure with that energy, not making it significant, but like having a dance with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> having some fun with it. It's a little bit like the story I was telling when I was trying to open up and, and go, okay, like people say I'm inspirational, but what is that? And how does that, how am I inspirational? And how does that energy work in me? And I would ask the universe to show me. And sometimes it looked like raw, raw. And one time it looked like um, like I was sitting there bawling in front of my class. And I was like, well, that was really inspirational. And then people came up to me afterwards and were like, oh, my God, I was so inspired by you. I was like, oh, I never looked at inspiration that way. So it's like when these energies come through, like one of the things that I discovered years ago is that the word genius meant guiding spirit and that opening our capacities and opening our our genius is really about letting that lead us, opening the door to let that Mm -hmm. energy show us what it is and how it wants to play. And that's our invitation Mm -hmm. for you is to invite that energy in. Don't like, okay, what does the dream mean and, and continue to go back into the past Just invite it into your life now and see what it has to teach you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the reason that this question came up again is because I entered a a business building program and where we were asked, who is your ideal client? And I thought, I just want to, I just want to have joy. And so I started to think about what does joy mean for me? And then I remembered having this dream and seeing myself jumping up and down. I thought, that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> how how can I ask questions on how this dream could help me uh, with this business program or building a business or, you know? I love that. And what is awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great question, and it's not so much what can the dream show you, because the dream, that kind of takes you into back and meaning, 
But what can the uh-huh. energy and message of the dream show you? It's not the dream. It's what came through the dream. And to ask questions yeah. about that, yeah. like that jumping energy, what can that show me? How can I be more of that? How can I be more cupcake kisses? Hey, how can I create that? How can <laughs> cupcake kisses um, expand my business flows to make millions? Like, yeah, there are some fun questions for you. <laughs> what What was it again? <laughs> What was Pardon? the question again? She's asking. Oh, um, she's asking. What was the what? question that you just said? Yes, I um, have millions, how? and I think. Oh, I should say those. Um, what does Cupcake Kisses know about building an empire? Or how to be a wealthy widow in the Philippines? Okay. What does she know about building an empire? What does she know about joy? What does she know about infusing energy into projects that grow them? Okay. Thanks for calling oh, in. Cool. Kisses. It's just been so fun to even say a couple of kisses like five or six times. <laughs> yes, yes, I will do that. Yes. Cup of kisses, cup of kisses, cup of kisses, cup of kisses. Cup of kisses. That's right. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay, yeah. thank you so much. Thanks. You're welcome. welcome. Thanks for coming. <laughs> That's so cup fun. Of kisses. I love it. Mm-hmm. How can we? Mm-hmm. How can we all infuse a little energy of cup of kisses? How, what's right? that fun about that? Mm-hmm. No, find your cup of kisses today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. All right. I think it would be be really fun. We have a couple minutes to break to give them maybe one one of the other hacks. So we've done conducting experiments. We've talked about that. One of our other hacks Mm. is 10 minutes of creativity first thing in the morning for no good reason. Mm-hmm. For no good reason. Now, this yeah. is a practice that I got from Kathleen Hendricks years and years and years ago. And I have to say that I have seen this practice, both for me and my clients, open up some amazing energies. And the, and all you do is like the first thing you do in the morning, you know, whether it's like uh, you get out of bed and you sing in the shower, that would be 10 minutes of creativity. Like, the the idea is is that you don't sort of try to get something done. You don't work on a project. It's not for any good reason other than to actually infuse your body and being with the energy of creation. And um, it also gets that whole brain going. It has you look at the day in a very different way. And I would do things like get out of bed backwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was super fun. Or I would make up songs in the shower or I would um I would draw uh stick figures with my left hand or turn on a piece of music and jump on my uh mini tramp, right? And so like what I would do is just take that just do something completely nonsense for ten minutes. And what that does is it pops you into a totally different universe. I mean, one of the big questions that Access invites people to ask every day is, who am I today and what grand and glorious adventure can I have? And I find that just doing a couple of minutes of creativity first thing in the morning for no good reason 
opens the adventure of living up huge. Mm-hmm. Do you have an experience with that, hun? Do you want to share? Yeah, I used I to, I used to think that. I was, <laughs> yeah, I, I did not like the, the idea of 10 minutes of creativity a day because I had a lot of judgments about myself that I wasn't creative. Um, and so for me, it just brought up a lot of stuff of like, I, I'm not an artist. I don't paint. I don't, you know what I mean? Like all the things that I couldn't do mm-hmm. um, that was, a, you know, that I was considered creative. Um, and so for me, I had a ton of resistance to that. And what I've found over the years, because you, you probably told me that like eight or nine years ago in life skills class of 10 minutes of creativity a day. And I was just like, forget you. I'm not doing that. Um, so, yeah, it's... <laughs> But my my that's how you almost always respond to me initially. (laughs) (laughs) Not always, but my um, but my creativity looks different. It looks different, and if I can accept that and appreciate that and express it in a different way, then um, then it then it honors who I am because I'm really really creative with the spreadsheet. You know, I'm (laughs) very creative with like um uh decorating um the house i'm i'm really creative in alternative ways that wouldn't necessarily be uh traditionally creative and so for me it was very helpful to kind of get out of the box of what creativity even means mhm yeah so we'll let you stew around in that for a couple of minutes and my invitation is when the happy music comes on for you to dance because that's a creative expression. Mm-hmm. And just notice how it feels in your body, how it changes your mindset when you come back to the show. We'll see you in a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 
In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We love life and all things weird on the Inspired Choices Network. We are talking about everyday adventure hacks today. Um, And I think we've shared two (laughs) in our our 40 minutes on the air so far. Conducting experiments, um, any kind of fun experiment, and 10 minutes of creativity a day. Um, you, if you want to try that in the morning, um, if you're a morning person or whatever. So those are our two that we have shared for the people. <laughs> How does it get better, right? How does it get better? Right on time. And I just want to say that I challenged myself on the break because I, I asked everybody to do like a creative dance to our dance music mm-hmm. on the break. But then I thought when the Bars music came on for the Bars commercial, I was like, ooh, how could you have fun with that? Because I'm sitting there like going into a slumber when, as I do with that particular commercial. And I thought, oh, how can I move to that? That would be different. And um, I did a little liturgical dancing there. You know what they do in like some of the churches and stuff where they dance to their church music really slowly, like <laughs> kind of ballet-like. You, uh, you really miss that, hun. It was, And I did it from my chair. I didn't stand up. Yeah, I know. I'm sad that I missed out. <laughs> so I think we have a caller that's waiting. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, if she's still here. Awesome. Um, yeah. I know. Oh, today, I think her I'm here. We don't even know. You're here. Yay. Surprise. It's a party and I brought confetti and balloons. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> One awesome. word. Hey, <laughs> Do you have a question, um, or are you just bringing um, balloons and confetti? Um, yeah. Well, okay. I'm being like totally wild and weird and out of the box, and it was so cool. I'm so grateful that like Megan came back and shared. So I never heard of that life hack thing, a magic adventure. Um, but um, I like to hula hoop in the morning. Um, sometimes, and I. Well, yeah, when mm-hmm. I'm like, especially when I wake up in a funk and I'm like, who is this? Fuck this. And you, oh, excuse me. Um, but it was super cool when you came back from break because, um, Megan, you had shared that you danced and you were talking about a ballerina and Suzanne then revealed herself and said she was like, yeah, I missed out, whatever. And it was so cool because I've been practicing perceiving energy and I was like perceiving. I'm like, hey, like, if I was perceiving them right now, what would this look like? And um and I saw like I saw this flower and you guys have seen Beauty and the Beast, right? Mhm. Yeah. So you know how there's mm-hmm. that like rose in the in the glass. Yeah. Thing? In the glass. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So what I saw was like I saw like the glass and then I didn't see a flower inside of it and the flower was like dancing around the glass and I was like, hey, that's Megan. She's like outside of it. And then. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, she's dancing around. Like, well, like that was the energy of Megan that I was perceiving. And I was like, she's dancing around the glass. I was like, is there something inside of it? And I was like, oh, there's a rose. And and anyway, and but the, the flower on the outside was like this, like, yellow, like, 
dancing, like, had hips, but not really, you know, because it was like a flower. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I just, That's a fun I image. just followed, yeah, I just followed the energy and called the show today, and I, yeah, I didn't even know what was up, cool. but thanks for letting me. Yeah, thanks party. for infusing some adventure energy into our show today. You're welcome. Well, wouldn't wouldn't you say, hun, that she did one of the hacks? She conducted an experiment, right? She's uh-huh. practicing she perceiving, and she says, "Okay, what can I perceive now?" And so, and I think that kind of moves into one of our third hacks, which is ask questions, ask big questions, ask fun questions. And so, I think that to me, that's really a way to lead out an experiment. They kind of go hand in hand is to ask mm-hmm. questions, right? And it's like, and see what came just from you asking that question, which led you to see what you saw, and then it led you to this energy of call in and share it with us, which led us to be able to share the third the third um, everyday adventure hat. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> How did we get that in there? Surprise color? <laughs> no, it's Kaylee. It's a miracle. It's Kaylee. <laughs> I know, I like that. I just didn't it's know fun. if I was Yeah. Okay. Of course I know well, who you are. <laughs> okay, well I'm just sending you some pine tree energy. Anyway, okay. Awesome. Thank um, you. Thank you, ladies. Have a wonderful yeah, day. Yeah, thanks for calling in. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. See, look at that. Now we've got the I know, and I don't so worry that we want to get all five out. Because I know, like, you yeah. like to do what we say we're going to do. Um, I really do. I really do. I, I like to do what we say we're going to do. So, yeah, so asking questions, asking big questions, asking unusual questions, fun questions, like, uh, what would it take? Or, you know what, like, uh, even before access, you know, we've Megan's been asking questions for like 20 years, and I've been asking questions with her. Um, but a lot of times, when like when we're on vacation, um, or you know, when we just have some time together during a day, um, we'll be like, "Huh, I wonder." You know, I wonder if dot dot dot. You know, so um, you don't have to be all like formal in your question asking. It's like an energy of curiosity. It's an energy of of like being being willing to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct, darling. Yes. Um. And um. Yeah, I think it just it opens the door because asking a question takes us out of automation, right? It's mm-hmm. like you know, there's people that go like punch time clocks their whole life because they never ask a question about what else might be possible. It's really mm-hmm. all that's missing is they didn't ask a question, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if there's something beyond this, right? And like just – and I know that, you know, we talk about that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot on this show, but I think that we're talking about it today in just a little bit different light in just like, okay, like, hmm, wonder what my inspiration looks like. I wonder what how I can perceive more. I wonder what I can perceive in this. Like just like in little tiny moments. And what that does is it opens the door for us to be present in our lives, which is actually the fourth hack, which is like developing mm-hmm. presence. And I would love you. We don't have a ton of time, hun, but I, I did this hack first because I think it's a little bit um, 
I don't know, more important, but it's a it's a real key to opening up adventure. And I'd love you to share your experience, what you learned about presence yeah. you shared earlier. Yeah. So I I really, especially in my parenting, I was very, very much on autopilot because I was just trying to get things done. Um, and and I, I first understood the idea of presence back when I did Landmark, which was like 10 years ago. And I remember coming home from that class um, and seeing my world in a whole new way because I was actually present to it. I remember having dinner with my kids and um, being in the conversation for the first time, being present with my own body and with their bodies for the first time um, in my whole parenting life, right? It was crazy, and it was there was so much color in my world. There was so much texture. There was so much depth um, to that experience, and it's never, ever left me. Um, that that stark difference between being on autopilot and actually being present. And so in my coaching, um, I teach people how to do body scans, what I call body scans, which is a really beautiful way to get present with your own body so that you can actually um, create connection and presence in your world. What I've found is if you are connected to you, if you're present with you and your body, there's this way that energetically you're internally going out to the world. And there's such a um, almost peace and um, uh, calm in a way to that energy. And, and a body scan is as easy as just feeling your feet on the floor and going up your body, your ankles, your knees, and your butt, and everything that's on the chair, right? Like feeling that, feeling whatever is touching the chair, if you're sitting in a chair, um, and recognizing and saying hi and becoming um, present with your body. And that presence can then really radiate out to others as you walk through your day. So I do body scans like sometimes 10, 15, 20 times a day as I'm walking around in the world or as I'm coaching uh, or as I'm driving somewhere um, because it brings so much presence and attention to me and then I look at the world in a whole different way. So that would be our fourth hack is presence. And if you want the last hack, we didn't get to number five. I think we should put it on Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. So come oh. to the group Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne and get the fifth. Come have an adventure over there with us. Yes, and have an adventure after the show um, over on Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. And the link is um, underneath this replay, or you can also go to Facebook and query it Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne and join us there. Yay, and come back next week for more adventure. For more adventure. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.